I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm Mr. Movies, the new voice that makes you moist, Ben. Nice. I love the, the slap in the face that Ben has decided to, to incur now that he's hosting the podcast. If that's Marcus right. ever it, listens back to these, he's going to be pissed. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's why I do it, because he's not here physically. That's the only <laughs> reason why I'm doing this. He would kick my ass otherwise. Have you met Marcus physically? Have you been in the same room as him? It's been at least yeah, six years. I know you're Ben. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. been. It, we it's, got that. It's it's been, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been at least six years since I've seen him physically. Does, I'll tell you one thing. He's only gotten bigger. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Tall and wide. Yes. Oh, And he only wow. wears a towel as clothing. I don't think I've seen him wear an actual shirt in years. No, Seth, in the summer, in, in winter, he wears a blanket. Come on. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's endlessly warm. So and he doesn't much. have, like, one of those big towels that actually covers his whole body. It's like a like a hand towel, almost. It just kind of uses a little scarf. <laughs> Why would he have that, Seth? Why would he have a, a big towel? Yeah. Uh, it's a towel you get at the gym, where you go into the fucking sauna or whatever. You know what I want? I want a towel that covers Ava Unit 01. Because of how big it is. You can probably get a towel with that unit on it. Yeah, you can probably get a towel with a bunch of stuff on it that you <laughs> probably don't want. Um, yeah. But that is my transition, my smooth transition into the fact that we are still talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion episodes four through six of the anime. We haven't gotten to any of the stuff deeper in it just yet. And so now we got to do a pulse check. Ben episodes four through six. I know you kind of blazed through them weeks ago, but how was where's the needle at? Uh, needle's still pretty high. Uh, I did rewatch them again. Well, re- I rewatched most of them. I skimmed through some episodes and I rewatched uh, one or two uh, just to kind of get caught back up. But I'm still really liking the series, just doing everything within my power to keep me from pushing through. I did watch episode 12 today, though, but that's it. I- I- I've kind of slowed down on. On, on the watch, but so far, Needle's still pretty high up there. Nice. Well, first episode we watched for this episode is number four, Sonic the Hedgehog's Dilemma. Okay. <laughs> yes, you're welcome for that one. It was low-hanging fruit, but I had to take it. Come on. <laughs> I love this This episode opens with, like, the most sort of, like, damn, bitch, you live like this uh, segment <laughs> of the yeah. show thus far. <laughs> Just Kataragi waking up in her fucking apartment, and it just junky as hell. What I love is not only mm-hmm. does she sleep in a like a complete pigsty, but whenever she sleeps, she doesn't like lay down. She has like she like keep, keeps her waist up, and she's in like a little ball at all times. 
on the floor by the way no bed no mattress sleeping bag on the floor just mm-hmm. waist high up in the air she's she always looks like a little like a little teardrop whenever she answers her uh, alarm <laughs> clock it's so weird she looks how uh, she does in the in the intro when they have her outline floating around that's how she that's how she sleeps mm. Also, I watch these episodes with subtitles, and the Japanese voice actors for Katsuragi and Ritsuko sound much younger than the mature women they are in this show. Yes, and that is one of the many reasons that I decided to stick with the with the dub for now. Yes, yeah. I was listening to it, and I was like, "This this doesn't really match up with how I feel these people should should behave." Because um, mm-hmm. they're in their thirties, yeah. you know. There's there's like women in their thirties with like careers and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, this episode is you know, it's a little emotional. Shinji is like, you know, he's running away. He's he's sad. He's he's the saddest boy in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, he continues to be that way. It's very funny. If Butch Hartman made the show, he would definitely have fairy godparents. Yes, that <laughs> is a a great way to put it. <laughs> But there is a lot of similarities between Shinji and Timmy Turner. Like, they both have absent moms and dads that couldn't really care for their own son. So there are a lot of similarities there. Yeah. We're getting deep. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how every Hollywood action hero uh, has to have a dead wife. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got to be a man the- who can who can have a wife, but can also... Fuck if he needs to. <laughs> That's how we have to have our American action heroes. Yeah, you can't be John Wick and happy. That just doesn't work. Yeah. In this episode, I love the fact that you can clearly see that in this show, some episodes were budgeted and some were less budgeted. And this was one of the latter type of episode. They were saving mm, yes. money for episode six. So much like silhouette talking. Like you're looking at the side of someone's face and they're saying words, but you're not, they're not moving. And you see the like, And then um, the, I'm going to kind of skip to the end. The last scene in this episode is just the two of the Katsuragi and Shinji standing still while you actually, <laughs> I'm also going to segue real quick. Cause Ben, I have not asked you about the most important aspect of this show. My least favorite part of the show. And I have to get your opinion on it. How do you feel about those loud ass cicadas anytime I, they're outdoors? I was just about to bring those up. So I was, I was going to ask, is this a problem for you guys too? It is because a big it's, problem it's the, for me. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same sound. It's looped over and over every time they're outside. It's like there, there's no way there's a cicadia everywhere, every place in this in yeah. Tokyo but, Three. But ben, there's the no is, way. It is apparently very accurate to the how Tokyo sounds in real life. Ah, okay. Apparently, the, and the thing is, I've also watched other anime movies recently. And I've I've paid attention. Fucking cicadas! They don't they don't pump them up to the levels that Evangelion yeah. does, <laughs> but they're there. Yeah, I mean, I would just assume that there's more variety in the everyday cicadia noises than the same uh, sound file mom, that they loop mom, over and over again. <laughs> Yes. I wonder if the constant droning repetition of this animal noise could maybe mean something. It's possibly allegory or, you know, Im- you know sound imagery for a thing. No, shut nah, the fuck up. Not. No way. <laughs> With Otto, no way. Yeah. <laughs> also, do we think that the high suicide rate in Japan is because they're overworked or because they're tired of hearing those goddamn cicadas? <laughs> 
I did like how at one point like the kid mentions there's been more cicadas recently because the climate is changing, and I'm like, oh, that's hell. There's more mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Oh Jesus! And can they, they all can sound they get the like, same? I want to see a scene where you can't even hear the dialogue. <laughs> the cicadas. Are so loud. That is, there is a parody video of that. Really? That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're not the only ones who have a problem yes. with this. And there's also an episode of the Alinos podcast where I first talked about the cicadas in Evangelion and our editor, Smith, put those sounds behind my voice while I was talking about them. Yes. <laughs> Slowly rising in volume as it went. It was great. I love it because sometimes they'll, they'll cut from a scene indoors to a scene outdoors and a, as soon as the cut happens, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Give me a second. And the scene where these two are standing still at the end is just so indicative of like, oh my God, these things don't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I did like how there's so many things that just happen that are so weird. Like Shinji just wandering into his classmate, uh, Ida, who's out in the fucking fields. Yeah. Playing soldier by himself. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> He's such a loser. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then I love I love when um when the nerve guys come up to Ida and they take Shinji and Toji is like one of those if I was there guys. He was like, if, mm. if that would have been me, they wouldn't have got they wouldn't have got Shinji. That, uh-huh. If that would have I'd been there against those guys with those guns, it wouldn't have gone down like mm-hmm. that. Let's just say that right now. Sith, that is so amazing, because you say that, and it unlocks that whole character in my brain now. I totally get him now. Yes, mm-hmm. he is one of those if I was there guys. If I had mm-hmm. been there. <laughs> He's like Mark Wahlberg. My, Toji's a hold my shirt kind of guy. That's who he yeah. is. <laughs> hold my shirt! Yeah. He goes against to a fight with somebody, that'll be him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he does it a little late. Like The fight, like the, the moment is a little bit over, and that's when he decides to start fighting. That's who yeah. he is. Also, how'd you guys feel about about the the first shot of our continual imagery in the show of the cassette player that Shinji has? Remember cassette players? Yes. Mm. And remember how I he listen, apparently listens to the same five seconds of one song over and over and over? Mm. Maybe it's because of the cicadas. Maybe he's yeah. used to repetitive sounds. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it's all it's all making sense now. Yeah. Also, I loved the like, Shinji proportions in this episode are all over the place, man. <laughs> the artists respect to everybody who made this goddamn show. For but sure. In some cases, Shinji's been juiced, and in some, he's not. <laughs> I'm worried for this man. I also love mm-hmm. the scene when, when Toji begs Shinji to punch him. That was just, yeah. it yeah. was just such a weird one. <laughs> he's like, please, yeah. punch me, please. Please. <laughs> I will spontaneously combust if you do not punch me right now. So I'm not sure they say it in the dub, but do do they say the third children? Yeah. Yes. They don't say third child. They keep that in the in the dub for some reason. They say third children. Yeah. 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 Referring to one person, not a group, but it's still yes. used plural. It's weird. And they say the third child. Yes. Which was one of the things that mm-hmm. threw me off the most when I first watched this show. Mm. And Ben, did you notice? Did you notice Nerve's uh, motto they have on their their little maple leaf? Uh, it it escapes me right now. Do you remember it, Seth? No. It's God's in His heaven and all's right with the world. Hmm. Which is which is what you want to hear from a defense 
A UN agency? It's all part of just Anno being like, fuck it. I don't care. Just some random mm-hmm. cryptic sounding shit. Yeah, sounds cool. Throw it in. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we done that to other cultures? You know, taking some like weird shit they say and turn it into a fucking standard or whatever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something I've noticed. I noticed this recently with like like psychedelic and like pothead culture. There's a store uh, in the city I live named Buddha's Bazaar, which if you were a person who doesn't understand that that culture has been basically co-opted by drug users, you would think, oh, this might be like a a Buddhist, you know, meeting place or a, a shop of things that relate to Buddhism in some way, because that's what you would think when you hear Buddha's Bazaar. And so then, but then I was like, and I was like, yeah, they just co-opted all that shit. Now it just means we sell stuff to smoke weed with. <laughs> just weird. Yeah. Quick, quick side note, boys. Quick side. Yeah. Note. You ever find it weird to you? You hold on, folks. Hold on, how about this, wait, folks? Out there in the audience, real quick. You ever think about Buddhists? And uh, you ever be like, man, those guys, they're cool. They never do anything to anybody. But then you look it up and it's like they committed massacres and shit. And you're like, over what? Like, what are you guys trying to accomplish? <laughs> Other guys, I get it, right? The yeah. Buddhists, they're always like your, your chill dudes. And like, you think anyways. They're already kind of on my, well, not all of them, but one specific Buddhist is on my shit list. Because uh, at the place where I work, there's a Chick-fil-A. And in between, like in between work, I went to go sit in the Chick Fil A and uh, you know just have just have a quick lunch before yeah, a shoot. I had quick, to go to uh, cry and lunch at the same time. Yeah, exactly as you do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was just sitting alone at the table, and this one random guy just just came up and sat right next to me in one of the free chairs. First off, don't do that. Yeah. If you see someone sitting alone, just don't bother them. Just leave him alone. And then he was trying to. I I, I earnestly. It was one of those things. Where it was like, could you donate? I'll give you the this these books about our religion and all that. I just gave him ten bucks. I took the books just to shut him up. I still have the books. Yeah, I haven't read them. But you know, just well, fuck that one Buddhist. In yeah. Well, man, that's actually the second Buddhist on your shit list because the same scenario happened to us at the same college freshman year. Yeah, we were the same thing. We were walking to class one day, just doing our, our business. Buddhist walks up. To us. He hands us the book. He's like, hey, have this book. And so we take it we're like, OK, cool. Later. And he's like, oh, but you have to, I'm a Buddhist. You have to make a donation. And we're like, OK, well, we don't have any money on us. So you can have this back. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I also accept like Starbucks gift cards and stuff. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what are you doing? You're not a Buddhist. This is, this is all fake. <laughs> Get the this, fuck out Buddha, of here. this Buddha likes Starbucks. Why? Yeah. Why that specifically? <laughs> I also take Cold Stone Creamery <laughs> gift cards. Uh, yeah, Best Buy so gift cards. Baskin Robbins shit. Okay, yeah. don't give me any Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts only. You can also pay me in weed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I was on the college campus, I never saw any Buddhists. I did see one time walking to the rotunda of our college. I saw some Mormons hanging out trying to recruit people, Ooh, and oh it was man. so funny. They were in pairs, right? And we had this like smoking hot chick and a smoking hot dude. And I'm walking with a friend of mine who is a woman, and they're approaching us, and they fucking swap positions so that <laughs> she goes to her and he goes to me. And I'm like, guys, you gotta work on the recruitment. Yeah. You could have so much more if you just didn't swap. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. But they're Mormons. How would they know that? That's true. Yeah. They have no idea about sexual urges or anything like that. Except for uh, soaking. They can do that. Yeah. And ATMing. Do you know about ATMing? I have not heard of this. Oh. So um, I was actually listening to a podcast recently with a uh, one of the girls on it. It was a former Mormon. 
And she was like, soaking actually isn't even a foreman. She's like, soaking actually isn't even that big of a thing. The bigger thing is ATMing, which is where the the girl takes her pants off and the guy r- takes his dick and puts it up in between her butt cheeks over and over like an ATM card. <laughs> which is also a bad name because you don't even do that in the ATM. You put your card no. all the way into the ATM and then pull it out. Yeah. So I don't even, the Mormons can't even name shit right. Because no. that's what they call it apparently. And uh, apparently you just get a bunch of poop dust all over your dick. So um, that's the thing. This is a podcast about Evangelion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, the sex of Comflator Evangelion. We're, just, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right? Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, also, know, so, this I mean, episode confirms last week I wasn't crazy. They didn't. T- this is the episode of the Hedgehog's Dilemma. And last week you tried to convince me that episode three was about the Hedgehog's Dilemma. They mention it in that episode. Do they? They do. I'm going to go rewatch it then. Because okay. this is the one where they, they go in on it. And I was like, I don't think I'd seen that yet. Hmm. Um. But yeah, so they talk about the Hedgehog's Dilemma, you know, the more the closer they get, the more they hurt each other talking about, you know, Shinji and his dad and all that stuff. And then we get the long scene where we hear those damn cicadas and Katsuraki and um, basically Shinji just is like, you crazy bastard, I'm in. And Katsuraki's <laughs> like, here's your badging gun. <laughs> Do not give Shinji a gun, by the no. way. No, 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 no. <laughs> they legit kick him out and everything, and he just comes back, I guess. Yeah. He kind of just yeah. waltzes right back in. Yeah, like he runs away initially, and they hunt him down. It's like, you're not getting away. Not with your credentials. Get back here. Now, okay, you now you're fired. Card. Yeah, and now you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> was this back in the day when they couldn't deauthorize cards? They had to, like, get them back from you physically, I guess? Is that what it was? I'm thinking so. They're only yeah. so high tech. In 1996. Yeah. And even if they didn't, I'm sure that um, Gendo would make a, a, a scene of it anyway. Now, hold on, Ben. Hold on. This show does take place in the far future 2015. So You're right. Yes. You're right. And honestly, they got it mostly right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're not wrong. Ocean's... No, never mind. Um, <laughs> when, episode- when Shinji pulled out his iPhone halfway through the episode, I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, but then he makes but that it TikTok, makes and I'm like, that's not till 2018. Whoa, 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 that didn't happen yet. <laughs> no, it was musically then. Yeah. Vine was still around. Episode 5. Yeah. That's I do point. not have a funny name for episode 5. Mm. So it's, called Ray, it's called Ray 1, I guess. Yeah. Is which is right. hard to make a joke out of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. When we first start to get a little bit of an image of the character Ray um, Ayanami. Um, yeah. Um, it starts with her this. Ava. Go- oh, go ahead. Just go ahead. You got it. Let's say it starts with her Ava going berserk, like we had seen Shinji do in the past. Um, and once again, it was after a scene where Gendo made a whole little thing of taking this battered, injured girl and walking her all the way to the Ava, and never being like, "Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe you're not ready." I did love the the power plug when it falls off there's little rockets in it that keep from hitting the floor at full at full speed that's such a great tiny thing to put in there yeah yeah like because that. you know it's happened before yep so. <laughs> you are right yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like on every sign in a place with a rule on it there's a reason mm-hmm. that rule is there yeah yeah i'm gonna see some engineer being like fuck this hole in the fucking floor we made god damn it <laughs> <laughs> that cost 18 million dollars also, Smith, when you were you're watching the dub or the sub, 
So I have to ask you, what do they call, and I hate that I'm even saying this out loud, what do they call Ray Ayanami's boobs in the oh subtitles? I wrote this down. I did. I wrote, I wrote what they down. called it in the English one. It's not It's not her. It's all the girls that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. But they do specifically they, mention hers at one point. They say in the in the, in the sub part, they've all got such great knockers. Oh, man. In the English dub, Ben, do you remember what they call them? I don't. Bazoongas. <laughs> oh, bazoongas. bazoongas. That's right. They talk, they ask, get a, they're like, oh, get a load of those bazoongas. And then in reference to Ray Anami, they talk about her supple calves. Yes, that's a, all. Yeah, calves. <laughs> the sexiest part of the human being yeah, is a calf. Which, they honestly, they did no research as to how young men talk. Or maybe, that, maybe that's how young men in Japan talk. Maybe they do. But we don't know, man. I don't. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say they they might not say bazungas. <laughs> they say gazungas. <laughs> yeah, they they look like, at them and they go awuga. They were like, okay, I hate to say this because this is we're talking about a child here. They're like, yeah. Imagine you're a child. All right, you're also a 14 year old boy. We've all been there. On yeah. This podcast. Mm-hmm. Like breasts. All right, sure, I get that. Thighs. All right, we're a little advanced from 94, but okay. That calves though. Never once heard anybody about calves. Yeah, but I was in a, I was from an older generation. I was in the, the 2000s. Maybe we had, maybe we, we left it in the dust. I don't know. Maybe I think I think that you have to go even older because back it's like back when you know people didn't wear like like shorts weren't very short. The calf was kind of the entry point into the leg that people got to see. So probably it's probably something that makes Mormons go crazy these days. Mm-hmm. They probably love You're calves. Right. Mm-hmm. You got a point. They were taking what they could get. But during this, go back to the flashback scene we yes. saw, we, we see Gendo uh, react to Ray getting hurt with uh, more emotion than we've seen any else time in the show. Yes. And boy, is Shinji okay with this. <laughs> boy, it makes Shinji feel normal when he hears <laughs> that his dad burnt his hands pulling Ray Ainami out of uh, the, the insertion pod or whatever it's called. <laughs> entry plug entry plug got it oh i'm gonna write that down actually he burnt his hands saving this random girl that shinji doesn't know yet he couldn't be bothered to show up for thanksgiving you know yeah, yeah. or even look his son in the eye or say his name or yeah. recognize him <laughs> in any way possible except for using him as a tool mm-hmm. also i love the small detail when we flash back to the present of after the battle back in episode uh three we see a giant chalk outline of where Shinji's Ava or his yeah, his fell. <laughs> yes. Imagine the amount of chalk that was used. I know. <laughs> they have they have a, a big Evangelion sized chalk chalk just for this one yep. Ava to use <laughs> to go and outline everything. We need all the chalk in Japan. I can't imagine. I'm like chalk outline in the first place makes almost no sense but in this case it's just funny like the thing is about this show is it's way funnier than you think it is when you first watch it like mm-hmm. it's got a lot of really good joke the joke ish it might not be in this episode i'll wait um when i was saying the, the, the drinking the water or whatever out of the cups they're all drinking in unison watching the fucking computer graph i understand like understand what the fuck's going on yes. They're like, oh, actually, the, the angel waveform is 99.8% match to human DNA. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Ritsuko is like, the angels uh, had the, the properties of a particle and a wave, like light. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Go back! <laughs> yeah, give me something. <laughs> it's, of course, it means nothing. It's not supposed to mean anything. Yeah. Um, and then, I believe it was right after they talk about Gendo burning his hands that um, Shinji thinks about when Gendo talks to Rei and he's smiling. And it just, <clears throat> God, it just fucked Shinji up thinking that his dad would ever smile at another person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's it's so the best part of the show for me is watching Shinji react as the saddest boy of all time to everything. <laughs> also, seeing Ray being animated is weird too. Yeah, the pun. She's like bouncing around and smiling at fucking Gendo, and it's just bizarre uh, mm-hmm. to us and to Shinji. Also, um, after that sequence, we get another, another in the series of "Damn bitch, you live like this." I was about to say this <laughs> when they have to taste Katsuragi's cooking, cooking in big quotes. By the way, mm. so there's and like three of these scenes in this episode alone. <laughs> yeah. It feels like, and I they always play that music. I, I, I feel the same way about that music as I do about the cicadias. Like, I never want to hear it again. I, I'm tired. Please switch it up, please. I love when they cut over to the penguin. He also has a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Ben, we cannot stress how little they explain about this penguin in the show. At this point, I've accepted it. He, he's just a thing he that's just, there. People know about he it. He literally just hangs out. Like yep. Brian the dog and Family Guy. He can talk. Everybody's fine with it. I, I should be fine with it too, you know. Yeah. And it also, wouldn't. Oh, go ahead. It wouldn't surprise me if the penguin could also talk. They probably should have just went with that. Things are already weird as it is. Just let him talk. He gets his own mech at some point. Yeah, Your own little penguin mech. <laughs> his own little mech. <laughs> the only one that's mentally stable. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent across the board. Yep. Synced up completely. <laughs> This is not a joke. This is not a joke. There is a Gundam series where there's a character called Master Asia who has a robot horse that his mic rides on. His gu- <laughs> That robot Gundam horse has a horse in it that's piloting it. Just not a joke. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I they had to see build the horse's own fucking Gundam. <laughs> Gundam horse. Bendum. Ben's just going to start watching. I almost said Bendum. Ben's going to start yeah. watching Gundam after this now. Now we're talking. That, if I do make a Gundam podcast, that's what I'm calling it. Bendum. Bendum. Oh, I see. That's wild. Yep. That's wild. And then whenever uh, you're done talking about Gundam, you can watch the movie Bend It Like Beckham and call it Bendum Like Beckham. Yeah, I'll do it like those guys that watch Grown Ups 2, like uh, every week for a yeah. year. And watch just that do movie that forever. And slowly lose my mind. Yeah. Sounds fun. I love the quote in this conversation where they say that Ray is like Gendo. She's bad at living. <laughs> Me. Such yeah. a fucking harsh burn to say to somebody. To a, about to a, a child. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a 14-year-old girl was bad at living. Holy fuck. Yeah, also <laughs> amazing that, that people who are in Katsuragi's house can say that. Right. Mm-hmm. With Shinji at the same table. Yeah. <laughs> The one functional adult is Ritsuko, and she's there. So, yeah. Yeah. Look inwards. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, she gives Shinji an excuse to go see Ray, give her back her new ID card. The ID cards, they're back. 
They apparently yeah. are a big fucking deal. Very obsessed with the ID cards. He goes over there, and first of all, she lives in an abandoned part of town. Yeah. In an apartment where blood is covering so many things. Yeah. It's like, this is a reference for two people. It's like in that scene in Tar, when Tar goes to try and hit on that girl, and she lives in the most the most abandoned place, full of wolves. It's like yes. the weirdest scene ever. It's like, she lives there. You know, she lives in a different movie where she lives. Yeah. <laughs> um... And this is where we get the most... First of all, I just want to say real quick, before we get into the infamous uh, scene yeah. that occurs here, Ray drinks water out of a beaker. She does. I just want to say that. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It's honestly kind of cool. I've definitely thought about doing that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, first, first of all, she doesn't answer the door. And Shinji's like, well, don't mind if I do. Let me just open this bitch up. <laughs> first of all, no one's answering he walks in, starts messing with all her shit, looking at it, you know, yeah. touching stuff. And then um, uh, uh, Ray is um, without clothes. She has a, a towel on. And a then Marcus in, a Marcus towel. Mm-hmm. Um, in that it's much larger than the one that Marcus uses. Um, and then in a scene straight out of Family Matters, Shinji Steve Urkel falls over. She's naked <laughs> and his hand is on her boob. <laughs> It's like forget, his his bag pulls her drawer open and her, all her underwear and all her. Out. Which I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a hand drawn show. Unnecessary. They did not need to animate that part. They could have just left the bra and panties part out. You know that part took like two days. Exactly. You could have saved so much money if you just didn't include that one detail. Nah, this whole plot. scene, it yeah, this whole scene, it felt like one of those like uh, like uh, infomercials where the they're obviously struggling with something they shouldn't be. And it's like, has yeah. this ever happened to like, you? Has your backpack ever opened up some random girl's bra and panties drawer? Well, you should have a backpack with shorter straps. <laughs> Tell me open it up. Shinji falls over. He's got his hand on her boob. He's covered in her underwear. It should freeze frame and say, thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets dressed. She's nonplussed by all this. Couldn't care yeah. uh, And Shinji handle it like a master. Like a oh, cool-headed, yeah. you know, uh, cool guy. As he does with all social situations, just breathes yes. right on through it. And then after this, they have a conversation on the escalator that I have to say, uh, it slaps. Mm-hmm. Because because she slaps him. <laughs> because Shinji says that Gendo is a big old head-ass piece of shit, and then Ray slaps him. <laughs> That's right. And it's funny. Yeah. Anytime something bad happens to Shinji, it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she slaps him, and then uh, suddenly, uh, new angels appeared. And I just want to note real quick, anybody else notice that Gendo's glasses are the same color as the LCL uh, fluid that fills up the uh, entry plugs? Mm, I did not notice that. color? Well, now, now it makes sense, now that you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. it's a good detail. And then Romulo appears. Of course. Romulo. The new the new angel, the probably one of the most iconic angels, I think, in the whole goddamn show. You see so yeah. much about Romulo. Which is funny because it's just a shape. It's just <laughs> kind of like a shape is floating above the whole world. It's a tetrahedron. Yeah. And uh so they like Shinji. You gotta suit up. So, you know, he does whatever he's told, because he's Shinji and he's a little bitch. And then <laughs> um right as he's <clears throat> Ascending 
to come up to come up to the 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 land, they're like, oh wait, it's charging up a bunch of energy, and they're like, oh shit, and it just fucking shoots Shinji's Ava right in the chest, and he is in agony. And the episode ends there. Yeah. Yup. And then great episode six, <laughs> Ray mm-hmm. two. Where this I one did. I named one second. I named this one uh, Big Trouble in Little Tokyo Three. There we go. Now we're done. Yep. Now we're cooking. No, um, it, in uh, in in this episode, we start off with once again Shinji. I got the shit kicked out of me. Uh, yep. Kari <laughs> doing his thing. Um, um. In this one, though, yeah, yeah. he does get his shit kicked out. Get, yeah. He just like, gets lasered in the chest, and they pull him out as fast and as they like, can. All right. And mm. I love when they ask, "What's the status of the pilot?" They say, "Alive," which is the <laughs> lowest possible bar you could have for status yes. report. <laughs> He's technically breathing. He still exists. Let's say that. <laughs> he is bodily intact. <laughs> His so, eyeballs react to light. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is when this episode is one of those that's kind of on a timer because there's, you know, they're they're drilling into Nerve headquarters, which has the most arbitrary number of plating in the world, which is 22. They have 22 metal plates um, on top of their headquarters. And this big weird pink drill is just going down into it point of order there has to be a sex toy of that right there has i thought that as soon as i saw it there's gotta be somewhere yeah. ben is googling i see it already yeah. i see it on ben's bookshelf <laughs> um <laughs> oh shit i forgot to hide that <laughs> and seth i love your comment on the arbitrary number of armor layers i'm like why not 23 yeah. why not 24 why not a yeah. million why not 20 why not a round number right. like 20 you know so strange um, or 25, it's a quarter of 100, I don't know, some number like that. There is a scene in this episode um, that I really wanted to talk about because um, people talk about a lot how Jordan Peele is inspired by anime um, with his composition and his some of his ideas. People like to mention in Nope how when Kiki Palmer does that little uh, slide, it's very much like the one from Akira, and it's amazing. It was very cool. But I kind of like when... They use the balloon Ava in this episode. It reminds me of a lot of the same thing in Nope when the the uh, mm-hmm. balloon uh, gold or cowboy inspector prospector is in the sky, and the what is basically an angel from Evangelion, also very inspired by this, looks right at it and you know has has the eye contact thing. That was really cool, and I was like, I kind of I'm pretty sure this. I mean, not that this is some revolutionary idea to use a balloon decoy, but I gotta think Jordan Peele was a little inspired by that because I think Nope, you know, um, borrows heavily from stuff like uh, Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love the research portion of this thing where they're trying to figure out exactly how far away it will obliterate any opposition. And also, I did love that they use a term they use a term estimated time of penetration, which I also use uh, in my daily life as well. Yeah. And so, and then, yeah. of course, Katsuragi <laughs> has a crazy idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's a really cool scene um, where Katsuragi's planning this out, and she hasn't like expressly said what her plan is yet, but she's like going through doing all the motions. And I think this scene, especially, it, it's it's kind of throughout the whole show, but this scene especially kind of drove home how good the composition is on this show. I think the shots on this show are kind of underrated. Uh, they really tell you so much because once again, since they're drawing it and they have a budget, they are really telling you as much as they possibly can with each frame. I really like that. This scene is a good example of it. And there's also a scene where um, Ray and Shinji are talking with their Ava's next to them. And 
both of those scenes just have really, really cool composition. And I, I was, I was kind of taken by it um, on this watch. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I would say that about the whole show, too, because even in the scenes where obviously they're uh, they don't have a budget and it's just it's still talking to each other. It's still they're still put together very well. Yeah, like they it's, use it's stuff a, like sunlight and darkness and like everything in between to make those still shots very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's just well composed. Uh, like uh, even those still shots, though, though, all of those can make a good uh, like desktop wallpaper. Yeah. So in that in her uh, plan, she mentions running this plan by the Magi. Now, then, have you have you ascertained yet what the Magi are in the show? Uh, not kind. Of, uh. <laughs> they just if that say answers shit. your question, they yeah, just say yeah. shit, and they'll explain it later. Don't worry. But for mm-hmm. now, just understand the Magi are a thing, and they're important. Mm-hmm. Are they um, kind of like a like a high table type thing, or yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. But every part of this plan I love because it's all absolutely just made up in the moment. The positron rifle, yes. the yeah. fucking having all of Japan pitch in, the angle of attack, all of it she just she's just making up as she goes along. They have no idea if it'll work or not. I love it. Yeah. And without mm-hmm. any regard, like she has to borrow this huge weapon from the from the defense force. Like they've been working on forever. They just have to give it up. Um and then of course all of Tokyo's just gonna give me all the power. Why not? Um, yeah, all of Japan. So uh, Japan, all sorry. Of Japan. Sorry. And then a great piece of composition is when they're first looking at the rifle and like, okay, pick it up is when we're looking at Katsuragi and then fucking the Ava pulls up the top of the building and just goes in to grab the <laughs> rifle. That was amazing. <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, not how buildings work. Just want to no, pull no, that no. out. Well, maybe they do in Tokyo 3. <laughs> maybe so. I did I did love it in this scene, by the way, when they're, when they're just like, it's like there's so much stuff like getting shit ready and there's that, that music. Duh. Just going forward, it's so good. I love all of it. Yeah, I know we talked about this. Oh, go ahead, Ben. I know we talked about this before, but the music in this in the show so far is like it's immaculate. Oh my god, it's really, really so fucking good. Especially Mm. the song from Katsuragi's apartment. That's probably the best one. (laughs) Well, I I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) That one may be like down the (laughs) like right, right, right above the cicadas. Okay. Well, picky music. How do y'all feel about whenever Shinji gets introspective, that jazz starts playing? <laughs> it's it's good. It is good, yeah. but sometimes it does throw me off. It's the same thing with Cat Soggy's apartment. But sometimes I'm like, is this is the same show? But it's good. I like mm-hmm. it. Because Ray shows up, and she tells him, "Okay, here's your fucking plan." She pulls out her little fucking book she has. Cause I feel yeah, like she needs a book to remember all this stuff. She's like, "At this hour, we'll go here. We'll do this, and all this kind of stuff," and lays it out for him. And Shinji's like, are you really going to pilot it again? And she tells him the Ava is her only link to humanity. Which, which I thought was very... Is sad. Um, but I guess true. Also, I should... We should go back and mention that if you're trying to... If you're not familiar and you're trying to visualize the big photon laser, it's a, it is a gigantic sniper rifle. Like, the, like last week we talked about the big assault rifles. This is like those times three. Because it's like he has the longest barrel. The barrel is probably... As long as like several cities it's in some some parts of the world, it's crazy. Yeah, it, and, and don't forget that the rifle part is the, the the tube is the positron cannon. Yes, and that was fitted onto the sniper rifle at the last minute to do this thing. None of this was planned. It's all made up. Mm-hmm. 
Also, other part where his school, the schoolmates are on top of the school and they're watching as the fucking the show, and a fucking just hill just moves out of the way. <laughs> like, what part of this landscape is not a secret d- compartment? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love that. And there's this really cool shot I love of, of Japan just going offline, of all mm-hmm. the lights in Japan blinking out. Yeah. It's one of those things things. where I watch it. I'm once again. I'm like, imagine, um, imagine America trying to get on board with everyone in in America turning off their power to power something else. Would never happen. Our grid is too fucked. Having your power turned off of the government, there will be riots. Mm -hmm. And even then, like I'm saying, our grid is so fucked. I don't know if the government could do that if they wanted to. No, no, I know Texas is on their own. Is on their own separate uh, grid anyway. So. Yeah, that won't work either. I remember Nickelodeon like ten years ago tried to do something like this, like you know they had that worldwide day of play where it was like we're not going to show programming for three hours. You go outside, get yeah. some fresh air, all that stuff. They also did something that's like, all right, everybody at around eight o'clock, we want everyone to turn off the all the lights in their all the lights all the power in their house for a minute to help conserve all of this energy. And like I I doubt at least I would be surprised if at least five households did that. Then was was that eight a.m. or p.m.? It was p.m. Because p.m. is a bad time. That's when the that's when the bad shit happens. At eight p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when Monday Night Raw comes on. Exactly. I'm not gonna miss a Raw for this. <laughs> yeah. You can just see these fucking like QAnon freaks being like they're trying to help the robbers. You know, coming to my house, turn the power off. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my defenses <laughs> Those are goddamn Nickelodeon assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the George Soros funded Nickelodeon. <laughs> My kids only watch Cartoon Network. The True Network for exactly. kids. A lot of people are uh, self-proclaimed part of the dirtbag left. I'm part of the Nickelodeon left. <laughs> My kids only watch Dilbert. <laughs> oh, God. <Yep>. Oh, no. <laughs> That's bad. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, if I like that shot you mentioned when they were talking outside of their Avas, and there's a shot before they get in where you just see this gigantic moon behind, uh, behind Ray. And it's such a fucking cool, just like composition for a shot. I like this yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. And so Shinji shoots the laser, and basically uh, th- that thing shoots a laser too. And they they swirl mm-hmm. around and they create two completely separate explosions in other places. In a cool fucking shot. Very mm-hmm. cool shot. I'm not sure. I want the scientists to check out and see if that's how it would actually work in real life. But I, I, it was looked cool for sure. Yes, yeah, so the laser fired from the angel hit the positron <laughs> beam. They, would they actually do this? Let's get yeah. real scientists to find out. And then, <laughs> so they, they, they do it, use another bullet. And the bullets are like as big as like a Walmart. <laughs> they just yes. <laughs> and it's so, I want to know, I want to show Justin about the cleanup crew and the chalk outline guys for this show. Because it has yes. to be the weirdest job in the world. <laughs> The unsung heroes. Yeah, because it's a huge shell casing that's just sitting on the floor of Japan now. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, actually, I want to say shout out to a manga that I read that I like called Kaiju Number 8, which is about people who clean up after kaiju battles, at least at first, going around scraping up all the goddamn guts and the destruction. And it's such a cool concept for a story. I really liked it. But then it's Tony Stark brings in his private contractors, and it becomes a yeah. whole thing, and you become Michael the Joker. Keaton gets fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how it always happens. The government comes in. 
Shit's yeah. a little man. Can you imagine the number of independent contractors Nerve has to use for this shit? Oh my god. And the We're NDAs are under... Week. The guy who comes up to take care of the angel corpse. Yes. What? What? There's a big freaking prism out there yeah. now. <laughs> what are we doing with it? The first one exploded into blood. All right, sure. Fine. The other two have not, though. They just yeah. sitting there. So it's like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Even if you want to put these things into like a museum, that museum would have to be bigger than the world <laughs> at some point. They're so that, big. Thing, that thing would become the museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should hollow problem. out the angels. Yeah. This is the same problem with the Godzilla in Tokyo. The, the Shin Godzilla. Godzilla one. I wouldn't want to go there because who knows how you'd fucking wake it back up somehow. You know? Exactly. And there's not going to be a little fucking 14 year old that's how to save your ass. Exactly. <laughs> I want to stress how little Nerve knows about the angels in reality. They are so much unknown with these things. I don't trust them. Uh, oh, but we should mention, by the way, after they do the whole first shot, it shoots back, and that's when Ray shows up with the... And then Ray shields yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The we, big, we, we, once again, that shield, so big. <laughs> which they explained was part of an abandoned spaceship program. Yes. So that, it, it has an explanation for why it exists. I also love how they selectively chose to uh, explain that thing. Yes. And not anything else. Mm-mm. Okay, they're like, angel, blood type, blue. What does that mean? Don't worry about that. This shield, though, from the space shuttle program. Yeah, we got obviously. You. Come on. And I just want to point out, I just want to point out, you don't see no fucking SpaceX out here making a giant goddamn, you know, shield that could stop an angel blaster shot, you know? Yes. That ain't happening in the private sector. No. No, 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 no. Um, only, only NASA is making uh, angel-proof uh, <laughs> pieces of uh, armor. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a movie that tackles like one of those those I'm not even gonna say his name, but like one of those tech billionaire guys mm-hmm. when there's a kaiju attack and like how useless all of his shit is during it. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. that would be so good. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, uh, 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 electric car battery fires are very hard to put out. So there's still a couple <laughs> of that. Maybe maybe that'll work. You know, that's true. Set up get enough <laughs> Teslas to drive around the feet of the monster. Eventually, they'll blow up and. <laughs> Uh, I would, I would much rather sacrifice Teslas than trains to kill the kaiju. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> Let's do this a much better plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listeners, just saying, Smith is tearing up thinking about those trains again. <laughs> I get so sad. Yeah. It's not a joke. You, it's not a joke. I was legit sad when I watched that part in the movie. I was like, it still fucks me up to this day. Three weeks later. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <Three weeks later. laughs> all this time has passed mm-hmm. but i do love it how we in this one thing we learn about the at field you know we see that shot bounce off earlier in the in the in the episode i love how the at field can be pierced by regular technology but it requires the the power of an entire goddamn country to yeah. do just this one shot and also this this photon cannon is not a regular piece of machinery in the first place it is something very specialized that takes probably took years to build and is once again bigger than god like and gets destroyed in the process yeah so Romeo goes down um, yes he did and we do we, we get a repeat of what happened with Gendo Shinji you know ejects, ejects from his Ava to go get um, Ray out of hers burns his hands on the fucking entry plug and all that stuff I think they have a very weird conversation. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah. As the, you're saying it as if there's like a bar for a normal conversation between mm-hmm. Rei, Nami, and Shinji. Yeah. I just love that, <sighs> like, he starts crying. Which, by the way, in, in the sub sounds pretty pretty convincing. The, the crying sounds very convincing in the sub. And she says, I don't know what to do in these kind of situations. And I'm yeah. like, you and me both, sister. I know. Yeah, same. I'm like, Rei, Nami, you're speaking directly to a generation here. <laughs> like i don't know if ray is supposed to be considered autistic but she very much has autistic behaviors in the show for a lot of the time mm-hmm. yeah for sure and then shinji does a thing you canceled for today yeah she tells he tells woman to smile yeah yeah honestly like that's kind of when i had to stop watching it's <laughs> too much for me yeah uh, yeah, I can't support the show anymore. I don't think I can finish the podcast, guys. <laughs> uh, and that is that is ends. That's it. Yeah. At least that's that's the mm-hmm. end of episode six. Yeah. So I'm curious, Ben. What are your thoughts so far on, yeah. on the on the we show? Gotta fi- we gotta we gotta see where you are mentally. Uh, yeah, mentally. Uh, I'm still I'm still very high on the show. Uh, like I keep being told weird stuff is coming, weird stuff is coming. And I'm like, nothing too out of the ordinary yet. Just, you know, your typical like anime stuff. Like it's good. It's great. But I'm still waiting for the weird stuff to come. And I, I, from the looks of it, it doesn't look like it's going to be until much later, but I really am digging what's going on right now. Uh, there's a lot of character development happening right now, uh, where, uh, things are starting to make a little more sense. Uh, I still don't know if Ray is, like you said, just like maybe an autistic human or if she's an android. I get I get vibes of both. Maybe she's something that or maybe somehow uh, her and Shinji are actually secretly brother, like half brother, half sister. That's why his dad cares about her so much. Or maybe he, he she's an android that he created. But knowing knowing the show's creator, it's probably something weirder than that it's either something weirder or it's just never answered uh so i look forward to seeing if all of my questions get answered most likely most of them will not uh but i still am i'm really digging the show so i'm still digging it i'm glad that you're you're prepared for things not to be answered i'm really yeah. glad for that because i'm I, sure some people go into this and like i'm gonna get all the answers to my questions by the end of the show and i want to read a playstation 2 manual to get into those answers <laughs> The weird stuff. The weird thing is, it, the, the the movies and the show together answers a lot of a lot of the questions, but the, yeah. the big picture stuff never gets answered, not even for a second. No. Yeah, don't even try. Like the very it's basic amazing. question of, "Hey guys, what are angels?" <laughs> don't don't expect an answer to that one. No, they're things that we have to destroy. Yeah, but like, what? Where? Yeah. Why? Is it? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about also, it. Also. Did they tell us the names, or are we just choosing to call them angels? Could we choose to call them demons, maybe? Wouldn't that make it a little easier for us to, like, rally behind? <laughs> why are we? Why do we make these decisions? Don't was somebody, worry was, was somebody being ironic when they came up with the name, and it just stuck? You know? Like, who knows? When I, when I first watched this show... I had they, they mentioned later in the in, in some of the episodes about about the cost of things. Like, it cost this much money to do this, the cost of that. And I'm when, and when I was younger, I was like... That's so fucking stupid. Why would you make it cost things? You're trying to save the world from fucking a- outer space alien monsters. And now that I'm older, I'm like, does anyone even in the show know what's happening? Like, does your average American know about this? It's a very good question. Yeah. It's never answered of what do regular people know about what's happening in Japan? Do we understand? 
now I'm kind of worried this is happening right now in Japan and I don't know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, their PR team is really good. Yeah, that little shit doesn't get out of there. It's a steel trap. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it it makes me think of that that movie Cabin in the Woods, you know, where there's this like secret society devoted to fulfilling these ancient gods and killing humans. Most people have 99% of people know about this. Yeah. But does your average American, like, redneck know that in Japan they're fighting angels to save the planet? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Evangelion Model 01, that's my boy. <laughs> they piloted, don't want by, <laughs> piloted by main man Shinji Ikari. The yep. media don't want you to know he exists, but I know he does, and I thank him. I He's wearing, him. this guy's wearing, like, a, a fucking Evangelion 01 jersey. He yeah. has 01 Ikari on the back. <laughs> I tell you what, they should give, they should give uh, Dale uh, Evangelion. He'll do, he'll do it right now. Yeah. And yeah. if any of you guys have Kat Saragi's phone number, tell her I can, uh, make, a, I can make a nice <laughs> pasta dinner if that's, uh, if that's an option. Yes. Oh, my God. And hey, we haven't even seen the, the true... Oh, man, I won't, I won't spoil it. Yeah. There's, there's a, another thing that happens that's so good for this. Yep. Um. But yeah, this this show I think you're gonna really enjoy it, Ben. It, it's gonna get it's gonna get strange. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, all right, folks. We got anything else, or are we are we good? We're wrapping up early today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not that much happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first two are a little bit comparatively slow, and then six is where it fucking goes again. Yeah. First yeah. two, low budget, budget, mid budget, high budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. The only thing I'll say about episode five is I was afraid I was going to get put on a watch list or something after I was done watching it. Oh, because of like, the Ray Ayanami scene? Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, guys, come on. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Like you said, if I was 13 or 14 watching that, I'd be like, hell yeah. We're, we're all underage, so it's not weird. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> but now it's just like, I come think, on. <laughs> I think watching it as an adult, you're supposed to think back to when you were that age. Like sure. you're yeah, yeah, these yeah. characters, I because Anno, if you as time goes on, you will see that he is not approving of that kind of way of thinking about the characters. Yeah, but like when this is happening, it's like yeah, imagine you were this kid again. You've been there. You've all been a horny fourteen-year-old boy who doesn't have to yeah. do with the world. Yeah, That's yeah. Putting you back there, making yeah, you uncomfortable. That, I think that makes sense. Yeah, but some fans are not uncomfortable, and those fans yes. deserve horrible fates. Yeah. Exactly. You should be a little uncomfortable by this. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the results of my uh, Romulan uh, dildo search, I couldn't find one specifically for that character, but there are official Evangelion-themed uh, dildos uh, based off the Eva- the Avas. Oh, okay. And when you Wait, say official, I'm- what do you, you mean? That there's you don't mean they're sold by. Uh, maybe yeah. I wasn't I wasn't on the web page long enough because I didn't want my search history to be okay. compromised I'm not gonna ask you to compromise that it's already there you, you can't go back now yeah <laughs> true okay, come to the window go yeah. back yeah okay alright give me one there's Evangelion themed underwear I know that and there was deodorant at one point I saw that and toothpaste toothbrushes all kind. They just the stuff that you merchandise shit. stuff with yeah they've slept on everything basically mm-hmm you know how in America you can get those like stupid fucking like birthday uh, paper plates for kids with like Iron Man or something? Yeah, Spider Man. You, you could get Evangelion Unit you know, 01's like eyes on a paper plate, basically. <laughs> for All someone right. who's seen the show, it is the wildest concept. 
All right, so it's actually not official. Uh, a okay. Japanese, uh, it, it's an unofficial a parody, and there's three of them. And uh, you can also buy used panties from the site, and I'm closing the tab now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done with that. A real thing in Japan. They have vending machines for those, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know. Ben's targeted ads are about to get real weird. <laughs> Also have vending machines for beer, and I think we got we should make that here in America too. I know, man. I'm surprised we don't have any here. Right. Too many, too many laws about drinking a beer out in the open. Oh, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the panty vending machines. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not we're not quite that sick. I would hope. Yeah, uh, at least not openly. Mm, that's <laughs> true. Next that's week, true. next week, you see me like wiping my <laughs> wiping my head with. The- <laughs> Man, what's that? Is that a new handkerchief? It's got uh, lace. Yeah, you can call it that. What does that say on it? Like, what does that say on it? Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that one girl who was selling her bathwater, right? That was a thing that happened in America, I believe. Yeah, True. Belle Delphine. Yeah. That's, the that's the, the freaking yeah. internet fiend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did that whole bathwater thing, so, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would get you sick if it was actual bathwater, I think. Yeah, well, it depends on what you're doing with the bathwater. Well, yeah. I was seeing you drinking it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Whoa! I mean, yeah. <laughs> there was one guy who just put it, it on your shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw that. that. The, the, the guy who vaped it and got fucking very sick <laughs> from that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you shouldn't just vape water, even, it turns out. That's yeah. also bad yeah. for you. Also, you shouldn't vape as well. Yes. But not beca- not even because it gives you cancer and stuff, because you look like a fucking idiot when you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you're smoking. <laughs> Looks like you're smoking like a little USB stick. Yeah, a little robot's dick. Can yeah. you imagine Don Draper vaping? <laughs> that'd, be no. a, that'd be so funny. Oh my god! Even he could make it look cool. Cigarettes look cool. Scientific fact. Vapes yeah. do not. No. All right, boys. <laughs> this has been a podcast. This is an Evangelion podcast. I am Smith. You could find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find things that I write um, on indistinct-chatter.io. Uh, I am Ben. Yeah, it's Ben, and you can find me on almost every social media at the Ben Powell. Follow me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/slash/TheBenPowell. Still playing Resident Evil Four, and uh, it's getting easier. Or it's still hard, but it's getting easier for me. Uh, I'm also trying to work. I'm also working on a. Uh, more like highlight videos to post on my Instagram, the BP underscore Twitch. I just posted a new one from the Resident Evil 4 cabin fight fiasco where I basically break down into tears. So uh, yeah, go check that great. out. Yeah, go check that out if you want to watch me have a mental breakdown. Nice. Um, let's see here. You can lead a horse of water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck. Um, the, the Magi. Um, uh, and we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans all the way to Tokyo 3, this has been the Evil Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Bye. Bye.